Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the second episode of Bridge of Theories. We are here to discuss a theory that many Star Wars fans, and even cursory Star Wars fans, have, I'm sure, mulled over. And that is the, uh, there is a prophecy. Did you know there's a prophecy in Star Wars, Jeremy? Pro- what? Uh, no. Prophecy? You know, there's like a prophecy about a chosen one or something. I don't know about that one. It's like a minor part of Star Wars. Yeah, very, very minor. Yeah, they just, you know, like it's like one scene and you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> just kidding. Literally, it's like the overarching story of Star Wars. <laughs> kind of the whole point. The, the whole reason there is a story, like a Star Wars original six movies is because there was a prophecy of the chosen one. And they were looking for this chosen one. The Jedi were. But should they have been? Hmm. Mm. Good question, me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Jeremiah's got that theory pulled up. The prophecy written in the Master and Apprentice book. That is the book about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan? Okay. That came out recently. Now, there's a part of it. I've read another part, but I don't know if that part's canon or not. So I'll read this part. In the same with, book? Yes. I don't, but I don't know if they're in the same book. I'm having a hard time finding this next. But the, the first, the one that I know for a fact is in the book because I'm reading an article, is a chosen one shall come, mm. born of no father, mm. and through him will ultimate balance in the forest be restored. Ah, seems pretty easy. But the other one, I'll go into real quick if I can find it. Who made that prophecy? Does it say even who made that prophecy? It doesn't. Some, it's like, what if it was... old Jedi... A lot, of, a lot of Jedi apparently don't really hold to those prophecies. Like, they actually see those prophecies as not good. Like, really? I think Yoda was one of them who was just like, we can't... Because Qui-Gon was so... Qui-Gon and Dooku both so invested in the prophecies. They were, they, Well, because they were of the thought process of the living force and mm-hmm. that following kind of the force's will instead of the, the Jedi codes so strictly... But so this is another one. I don't know if this one's canon, so take it for what you will. And it just seems interesting. Huh. But it's it, this one is a little bit more. It says only through sacrifice of many Jedi will the Order cleanse the sin done to the nameless. The danger of the past is not past, but sleeps in an egg. When the egg cracks, it will threaten the galaxy entire. When the Force itself sickens, past and future must split and combine. A chosen one shall come, born of no father, and through him will ultimate balance and the Force be restored. When the force sickens. But really, so here's here's a good question I have for you though. What? The biggest overarching theme of the prophecy of the chosen one is bringing balance to the force. Yeah. That is like an overarching theme in Star Wars throughout the whole entire movies is is this chosen one will bring balance back to the force. But what is considered balance in universe? Mm-hmm. Because you would think, you would think balance would be just, peace. just like, well, just not even just peace. Just looking as an outsider, you would think that balance would be the same number of light versus the same number of dark to an extent. If you kind of go just back to bare bones. Of I light. mean, I think that's what a lot of people have come away with from viewing episode three. Episode three and understanding, you know, Anakin was the chosen one. And Luke, George Lucas has been very clear about that, mm-hmm. that he was the chosen one. You know, even it wasn't Luke, and he fulfilled that at the end of Return of the Jedi that uh, Anakin did. So I think coming away from that, that's the way a lot of people view it is he brought balance because he basically stripped down the Jedi all the way down to not, almost nothing and the Sith all, you know, you know, destroyed the 
the accumulation of Sith power that in Palpatine and then himself died. So in that regard, he brought balance. If that's what balance means. Yeah. I guess like, my I quick- think, I think the way I had always interpreted like Qui-Gon and how he viewed it was he'll be, bring peace. You know, he'll bring peace between light and dark. Well, which is why I know a lot of people don't, don't see anything after episode six as true canon. Because technically, after episode six and like the books that people like the, the expanded universe, mm. there isn't peace that dark, more Sith come and all that. So people don't right. see that because they because people obviously, obviously Anakin was the chosen one. So a lot of people headcanon wise are like, well, no, after episode after episode six, that was the end. That was the end of Star Wars. I, they like they're like, oh, I'll read the books. They're cool. But like as far as canon goes, like it's not canon. Well, I mean, because- I guess if you, you know, there'd have to be, you know, for there to be a balance in the force needed. You'd have to go back to how long ago was the prophecy made? You know, it's like because then if there's not balance in the force, when is there an imbalance, and and what is the imbalance? You know, that's the, that's the is big the thing. imbalance too many Jedi? Is the imbalance? Well, that's the thing I've always curious you know, about is like what is what exactly is balance in the force? What is the force in its as far as the force goes? What is the force? Because you know you have like the light side, the dark side, but like what is the force is the force light side or is the light or is the force the dark side of the light side's perverted it or is it a mixture of both or is it not neither at all you know yeah so like because i know there are some people theorize that like really i know the jedi would theorize that would think this too is that that what balance is is pure light of the force and the dark side is no longer a thing the dark side is eradicated because the dark side is perversion of the force but the Sith don't necessarily think that. The Sith see the Force don't, but they also don't see the the Force as the same way. The Sith is for, the the Sith see the Force as like a, the Force as a, a a tool to be used to gain freedom. Mm-hmm. So then, but so then, are you talking about simply bringing balance, like literally bringing balance to the Force? Are you talking about bringing peace to the world through the Force? You know, what no. what exactly is that prophecy mean? I mean, we can all pretty much like agree that Anakin's the the chosen one, right? But what exactly is he bringing for balance to? You know, I think the Clone Wars tri- kind of went into to that with with the episode of Mortis when they went to Mortis. Um, and there's I don't know if you ever watched that mini arc. In Clone um, Wars, no. But uh, I, I, you told me about it. But it goes into like they they actually go to what, what's called Mortis, and and Anakin is literally asked by there's like a father who is basically like supposed to be the one that's keeping balance, and then you have the daughter who is supposed to be basically the embodiment of light. And the sun isn't the embodiment of dark. But the thing is, is like, they're not like, they're like, that doesn't mean that this daughter's Jedi and he's Sith. She's just the embodiment of the light side of the force. He's the embodiment of the dark. And how, if you kind of look at it that way, it's just like, they're basically, the force is both light and dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but he ends up, the dark, the sun is being perverted by the Sith and mm-hmm. by, by the, by power, like the Sith usually are. Yeah. Um, and then the father ends up trying to add, trying to get Anakin to stay on Mortis to bring. He says, "You are the chosen one. This is how you bring balance to the Force. You must control the both the both the son and the daughter." I don't know. Well, so like going back to the going back to the to the prophecy, it is it does say like the one that Yoda references and is a part of what's called the Great Holoc- Holocron. It says a Jedi will come to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force. Obviously, he did more than just destroy the Sith. He destroyed the Jedi, too. <laughs> he destroyed everybody. <laughs> but he still destroyed the Sith, so he still fulfilled the prophecy. Well, um, here's the thing. Was he a Jedi at the time? That's... Yeah, I think so. But was he? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just, well, I mean, I don't know. I think... I mean, I think technically if you go off of him, because he becomes a Force ghost, and only Jedi become right. Force ghosts. Yeah, so. I think... Well, or light side. Like, I think he... 
Well, light, yes, light yeah, side. Yeah, because obviously a Jedi is like a sect of light side users, and same with a Sith dark side. But uh, yeah, I think that from the... Pro- I mean, probably in throughout Return of the Jedi, he was probably subconsciously pulling back towards the light to get to that moment where, you know, he he makes that what seems like a split second decision to to save his son. I think in that moment, he absolutely had come back to the light. You know, it wasn't a it wasn't a Sith way of of doing that would be. For more power. The exact thing he was talking about in the end of episode three mm-hmm. when he's talking to Padme, and he's like, "We can, I can, I can overthrow the Emperor. We can rule the." That would have not. That would not have been fulfilling the prophecy as a Jedi. You know, that would have been because then he wouldn't have destroyed the Sith. He would have. He would have been the Sith Lord. You know, but so the way he destroyed Palpatine at the end of Return of the Jedi was. As a Jedi way, he was it was self sacrifice self sacrificing. He was trying to save someone to protect someone rather than gain more power or So here's a question for you. If let's say let's say in another world Anakin isn't perverted by the dark side and he does destroy Palpatine at, at episode three, does not the Order sixty six doesn't happen, they stop all of that. Did he still bring balance to the force? What we all want to happen. Um like, did, like if he, like say all the Jedi are still alive and Anakin, but Anakin defeated Palpatine and the Sith are gone forever. Is there balance? Did he bring balance to the Force? Yeah. Or, or is the what happened is what needed to happen? The Force's way of making balance, bringing balance back to the Force of all these Jedi. Dying. I guess it depends on because you got to think too. Luke, yes, Luke is a Jedi, but he's a different form of Jedi where he's not as. And I think this goes a little bit more to the EU is. He's not the Jedi were also so like the Sith are wrong, but I think the Jedi in the old Republic, as far as like in the movie, like the prequel movies were wrong too. their their thought process, their theology on how the force worked and how you need to be how you need to live your life was also wrong. Mm. You know, celibacy, not not forming attachments and stuff like that. I don't think that's wrong. I mean, I think that's that was I don't think that's what the force intended, you know. And so now you have Luke who has learned how to he learned how to be a Jedi from the Jedi. So like Obi-Wan and Yoda but he also has learned to form attachments with friends and has learned to not be part of this, to grow up in this Jedi hmm. sect where now he's able to learn these, maybe other things that would be considered part of the dark side. And so he's almost able to form the both together and ha- has made a balance of light and dark, you know? So, I mean, yeah, if the force, if the force itself is not really, if it's kind of all moral, you know, if it's because the the mysterious, it's the mysterious energy field created by all living things and it binds them the mm-hmm. galaxy together. So if that's what the force is, is basically an energy field that's bound together, or that's that's connected by, be, created by all life and connected to all life, and then you're just basically somehow reaching, able to reach out and have a connection to it, then. Then bringing, you know, balance to the force doesn't necessarily sound like a, a ultimate good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it, it, it would seem like good and evil would be outside of what the force is about. If that's all it is. If if the force is, although at the, at the same time, if the force is created by life, then you'd think the force would be kind of predisposed to be more toward the side of life, right? Mm-hmm. Than than. Uh, the dark side and and lots of death and stuff like that would seem to be a violation. You know, like using the force to like mass murder, or whatever, it would seem like be a violation of what the force 
is, but maybe not. Maybe the Force doesn't care. I know that in, like you said, the Clone Wars, there's this that vision, and that almost makes it seem like there is kind of a cosmic will to the Force that where it does kind of care uh, in some sense about. Well, I know, I know, and I don't really hold to the new sequel, the sequel trilogy very much, but I know they also have kind of tried to canonize that the Force has got like a few, like that's why. That's why they say Ray is so. At least at first, at last Jedi, that's why they're saying Ray was so strong, was because she, you know, the Force created her as a balance against Kylo Ren. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, that was the thing. And I think I don't know if I don't remember if the ninth movie like counteracted that or not because it pretty much counteracted everything in the Last Jedi. Yeah. But uh, you know, like I said, I don't really hold much to that because I think that's a little. I don't. I don't like that. Cause I think it's a little weird. You know, mm-hmm. I I tend to hold more to the belief of the 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 like you you know how it's the Force is kind of understood in episode four it's it's it lives in everything it binds mm. everything together i mean it's an it's, an, it's a force that just holds everything together binds everything together as well and but i also think that works with with episode one with midi chlorines and all that too i don't mm. i don't separate those i think they can be the same i don't necessarily know if i hold to the thing of like the force has got a will of its own in the sense of it makes decisions and stuff like that yeah well i mean the the, the prophecy to it sounds like it's a jedi prophecy. so it sort of sounds like I don't know for sure, but it, it it it's it sounds like it's a prophecy from someone who's like a practitioner on the Jedi side. For sure, and there's all there's Sith you prophecies know. too that will would that hold to the Sith are gonna take over and, and do all this. You know, there's right. gonna be one Sith that is going to. There's like a Sith chosen one prophecy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, didn't Darth Plagueis think he was like that one? Probably. There's a whole. I think a bunch of different Sith thought they were. I think the one that came. I think I read. A, I was watching a video of like the one that came closest with the like XR Coon or something like that. I can't remember though. Okay. But new theory though. The force is just ad nauseum, and we're, we're we're branching Star Wars and Cosmere. <laughs> there was a shattering of the force. That's that's the next arc for next arc. the next trilogy. Is uh, instead of the force awakens, they're just gonna have Brandon Sanderson. The force direct is it. shattered. <laughs> Brandon Sanderson's directing it. No, it's it's just yeah. there's a, it's interesting because it is left open almost to interpretation of how you. I don't I don't know. It just it is kind of left open to interpretation. I yeah. definitely hold to. I think I think Luke has done a good job. Of balancing the force, like uh, balancing into the force within himself, right? Not saying that he brought. I know, like, like Vader brought, and I think, but I also think that Vader brought balancing the force by showing Anakin that there is almost like there is good and and not bad, but like there is light and there's dark, and you can still come back from the dark as well. Mm. I don't know if that's exactly what my mind was trying to say, but I'm going going with it anyway. (laughs) Well, which I think what you're trying to say maybe is that. The, the the whole like Jedi thing is like if you start if you take a toe down the line of the dark side you might as well just jump in do a cannonball because if you start down the path that's the only way you know like fear leads to anger anger leads to mm-hmm. um, hatred or hatred leads to suffering or whatever suffering or pain and so it's like if you have fear you will go to the dark side you know that's kind Mm -hmm. of what you take from that it's almost it's like the the golden chain of the dark side (laughs) if you're like a if you know anything about theology of the golden chain Mm -hmm. of redemption it's like Mm -hmm. this will always lead to this in the the jedi's mind this will always lead to this i think it's i think it's good to be warned that you know don't be dominated by fear and 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 live and and make your decisions just solely based on fear all the time, or or you're gonna, you know, go in a bad direction. But it 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 was almost like you know this this person he has fear, so we can't train him. You know. Well, so it, um, yeah, and I think I think that that philosophy too of like such a, 
absolutist type of thought process of, oh, if you have fear, it's immediately going to lead to the dark side, I think is what drove a lot of people to dislike the Jedi, like a lot of the Sith. I think a good example is Revan, where he was, his deals more with like a war that was going on, but he was like, I'm not just going to leave these people to die. Mm. And everything that he ended up doing this ended up fa- falling into passion. He did kind of fall to the dark side, but then he came back to the light side and found a balance between the two. Mm. And I think that that like the Jedi failed there a lot too. I think the Jedi breed Sith. I think that you can't have like the Jedi are so scared of having Sith, but they do they do such a good job of breeding people to be Sith because they they yeah. focus so much on you're gonna follow the dark side if you do that. So then once people do that, they are like, okay, well I've already fallen. Like look like like a good Anakin's a good example. He kind of like was slightly falling according to the Jedi into the Sith role and palpatine just pushed him more over the edge but then mm. he was like well i've already fallen so now it's just like i'm stuck i was really, really yeah. commit and then he got stuck in this position of darth vader of like now i'm a sith and i'm committing i murdered these children and now i just got to basically i'm going with it you know yeah. so eventually his son brought him back was like there is still good in you there isn't just dark and light there you know you can come back right. from it there is redemption well it feeds into i think it fed into palpatine's hand because you know the jedi are already telling you if you've if you've come if you if you start to go down that path you you you're pretty much too far gone already and then you have palpatine basically saying the same thing you're palpatine, my servant now yeah. palpatine definitely you used know. the jedi as like 100 he knew the jedi he knew their 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 roles yeah. like palpatine you got to think Plagueis was his teacher. Plagueis was taught by the Sith. But they they've been studying the Jedi for a millennia. Mm. You know they understand how they work. And so and Palpatine was a political genius, not just a political genius, but just a genius in general. Yeah. And so he was able to manipulate everything to work perfectly, including using the Jedi's own teachings and how they view things against them to to lead Anakin to the dark side. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, like he's literally telling Luke, you know, at the end of and at the and in Return of the Jedi. Every every moment that passes, you become more my servant. You know, he he just was so, just his. his it wasn't really his confidence, but it was more of, is more of his manipulation, of like convincing you. Mm-hmm. You know that if you want to kill me, if you want to that, then you're mine. You know, kind of like hacking your brain, kind of to try to convince you that if you're thinking anything. That I, think, I want you to think, then that means you're my servant. And I think you know? that's it's interesting because it's kind of the thing about it. It's just like in episode three, Obi Wan tells Anakin like only Sith deals in absolutes. Yeah, right. But which I mean, is an absolute when you statement. Literally think about well, even if you just think about all these things like like thinking of well, fear is going to lead to the dark side. Fear leads to hate. Hate leads to anger. Anger leads to suffering or pain. Pain leads to suffering. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are that's that's almost an absolute statement. Saying that fear is going to lead to this is an absolute. Yeah, you know. So the Sith and the Jedi both dealt in absolutes. But from their own version, on their own side. Mm-hmm. Well, this is you know even think even saying that the light side is the right way to, to go. That's an absolute. Same with the Sith thinking their way. So then now you have both these sides that are saying you know there's an absolute this you know whatever. And then you kind of had Luke come in there who basically showed to Darth Vader that like that you, there is you're not absolutely gone. There is no mm-hmm. absolute. You you can make the decision to come back right and do the right thing. And so maybe that's bringing balance to the forces and realizing that there is no just absolute way to do something, that there is a mixture of both. Maybe, maybe, maybe Obi-Wan was right. Only Sith deals in absolutes and the Jedi are just Sith too in their own way. <laughs> <laughs> That's and this has been Bridge of Theory. See you later. <laughs> Everyone's a Sith. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, send us in your thoughts. If you, uh, you listened and you enjoyed, or if you listened and you're like, yelling at the 
at your phone like no you no that's not what it means that's not what it means i know what it means yeah add us tell us we're stupid yeah (laughs) follow us on follow us on instagram and follow us on twitter and shoot us shoot us an email bridge of two at gmail.com uh instagram is bridge underscore of underscore two spelled out and then twitter's at bridge of two all right definitely give us a follow shoot us a dm if anything you want to hear on the next theory bridge of theories or even something you might want to hear on the main pod um definitely the bridge of theories that give us some theories give us some stuff to talk about give us some media to check out some sci-fi obscure craziness i don't know would love to hear from you guys this was bridge of theories signing off (laughs) bye-bye